Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin and Aisha Shelton. And uh, some monumental stuff happened this week. It did. It really wasn't. Not really. It was the same old shiznit. That's not a cuss word. It was the same old shiznit in Texas um, and in most of the southern states. Yeah. I mean, we had the election, of course. Yeah. um, The world did not change. Yeah. So I, I think the biggest thing that people have to realize is the regime in power doesn't control your outcomes in your future because you can't you can vote and you vote your, you know, your choice. But it doesn't change the fact that you got to get up and uh, get to work regardless of who's in office. So it was very interesting, though. And I think the like the election will have different ramifications on the economy, on the stock market, of course, the real estate market. So let's talk about some of the ways that it will impact us and also some of the ways that it won't and we need to keep going, right? Yeah, so what, after watching the news, which I don't watch very much of, but of course, last night because of the elections, I tuned in until I fell asleep, um, which was very long, but I did get this. (laughs) You had, um, anytime it's a midterm election, and there's a Republican or Democratic president in office, usually they get a not so favorable rating within their two years. Everybody's focused on the problems. And so at this election, seats are lost for that party, right? So if you have a Democratic president in office, then they lose seats at the midterm election. And if you have a Republican, vice versa, right? So it kind of comes with the territory. Um, but what I'm really excited about is there are people who we supported this year mm-hmm. in their political campaigns and they were successful. So, you know, shout out to those. Some were, some were, some were, some weren't, but I'm thinking of one in particular. Congratulations. I'm not going to say. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, so, I mean, I think that, like you say, we still got to get up every day yep. and make it happen. And regardless of who's in office, people who are going to make it happen, get up and make it happen. And I don't care if it's a Republican or Democrat in the office. You know, I saw a really interesting um, meme and it was, it was talking about basically it doesn't matter who's in office because they don't pay your paycheck or something. It it was something like that. It had a really funny play on it, but the purpose of it and the, the meaning of it is, is very true doesn't matter who's in office. You still got to perform. Now, you need to know who's in office and you need to know what their platforms are. You need to know how that impacts your business. And then you kind of pivot around it. So when you talk about the house changing seats, what does that impact? That impacts tax strategies, right? That impacts some zoning ordinances, some federal dollars being spent, how money's going to come into the economy in your particular city or market. Um, Big thing is um, 10... 1038 exchanges, that's been a big hot button topic, right? So um, IRS increasing in staff, that's been a big hot button topic. Of course, civil court, civil uh, Supreme Court, of course, you know, things like choice and uh, gun rights here in Texas, things like that. But all those things affect business operations. And I think the biggest thing for people who are entrepreneurial or even people who invest is you need to know what the path of progress looks like so you can play accordingly for your investments, right? Uh, And it's the same thing you do in the stock market, right? If we're going into a recession, it's a great time to buy. With a regime change, 
depending on how dollars are flow, uh, dollars are flowing, it's a great time to invest. It's how you invest and what kind of things you invest in. Yeah. And I think you bring up a good point. I think it's important that, you know, I think some people are disconnected from politics for whatever reason, but it's important that you are connected to politics because that should kind of um, guide you in how you're going to invest in what you're going to invest in. Especially locally. Yeah. Expect, I mean, but real estate is local. You know what I mean? So you can look at the national statistic, the national news, but all real estate is local. And so for us, I know knowing what's coming down the pipeline or what may not be coming down the pipeline because of the changes that were made um, locally is helps us to determine which direction we take our business. If you're an investor, it should help you to determine which direction you should take your business as well. Um, And so I know there's some dollars being cut off from... <clears throat> on the city level when it yeah. comes to funding for housing, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a big deal and we, why we wanted certain people to be in office. But if that's not going to happen, if since that hasn't happened, what does that mean for our business and how do we pivot? And I think that's why it's important to be connected politically as well. No, thousand percent. I think, I think back, you know, here recently, you talk about real estate being local. You had a transaction a couple of years ago where you had to call in some favors mm-hmm. to even get your transaction to the closing table. Yeah. But it's because you had connections and you knew who was in power, you knew who to call that you were able to kind of push the ball forward in the height of COVID. Yeah. Um, and those things happen, right? We're still in COVID times. We're in a, a you know, I'm, I'm not going to say post COVID post-COVID market. It's a post-COVID world, but it's a recessionary world too, right? So you need to know who has their fingers on the button, you know what I mean, or on the flow of of money and power and where the dollars are going. Um, Especially being a developer, there's a lot of regulations that are coming down federally that we want to know about, you know what I mean? So we stay with our kind of ears to the ground to find out. But for the everyday person, if I was to think about a couple of key takeaways and a couple of key factors, you want to know who the Harris County or Harris County, who your local county officials are, Mm -hmm. whether that's the attorney, the uh, judge, the are the judges, the clerks, all the people who work in that city office know what's going on with the city. Yeah. Right. So you want to know at least, you know, surface level who those people are and what the agenda is and what direction your city's going in. Um, as, as long as city and county, I'd say city and county, because it really just depends on, you know, where people live. State level, you want to know who, of course, you got your governor, but you also want to know state senators and things like that. In our space and affordable housing, those state senators actually control the dollars that come into the states mm-hmm. that go to affordable housing. So those people are important uh, for people who do multifamily. Right. If you multifamily invest, let's say you do Section 8, things like that. Well, who controls a lot of that? The House, the Senate, they're controlling a lot of those dollars. Who's giving people rent, um, you know, extra rent payments, things like that are cutting those things off the House, the Senate. So you want to know those federal people. Um, I know that for us, it's extremely important to have our pulse on where the the kind of money flows for down payment assistance and things like that for our buyers, especially with interest rates where they are. Um, so for us, it's important that we know, okay, what are the new target agendas for all these new regimes, right? So if people are changing power, 
who's going to be in power, and then what's their plan, and how can we make sure that our business is on track to profit from that? Because there's a lot of money made in recessions. There's a lot of money made in governmental changes. You just got to know. You know, that's where all those contracts come from. So when people talking about contracts going out, that's where all the contracts go out. It's all these relationships that are uh, created during these times. Yeah. And what you said about relationship, I think is important. You know, business is all about relationships. And if you haven't found that out yet, if you if you haven't cracked that nut yet, that's probably one of the goals that you and your partner should put on your list is to create relationships um, and not just any relationships. You don't want to be in the room with people who are in the same space as you and in the same place as you. So if it's a bunch of aspiring real estate investors, then you shouldn't have out in those rooms very often um but from the political aspect you know support people's campaigns and uh put your ear to the ground and build relationships and find out how you can add value to them so that you they can add value to you when the time is appropriate right but make it genuine and i just i really just want to say that too i think that some people can be ladder climbers and that will get you so far if it's not a genuine connection that you're making. So I would say definitely make those connections because they're important. They can help guide your business. They can help guide your investments, but also make sure that it's a genuine connection as well. I think that's important. No, a thousand percent. And to second your point, there are no friends or enemies in business. Yeah. Right. So it's the same thing in life. And a lot of times people get caught on party lines and it stifles their business. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, I'm I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican, so I can't go talk to X, Y, Z. But the reality of the situation is there could be common interests with anybody. Yeah. Right. And your goal as a business owner is to find the commonalities, not the points of separation. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, for it to be genuine, you actually do have to have, you know, a point of interest with the people that you're coming across. And it, if it does come off like, hey, you're just what's in it for me, it's not going to translate how you want it to on the the business side. So um, in the areas where you don't necessarily agree with somebody's day to day politics, maybe it's personal, maybe it's sports. You know, we we've had the the opportunity to connect with a lot of people who might be on the other side of any aisle, which we we right in the middle anyway. So, you know, we've had the opportunity to connect with lots of people from lots of different walks of life over lots of um, personal things, whether it's children or uh, church is a big thing that people, you know, connect with, um, social groups. All those things give you points of interest to connect to people to. And it doesn't have to be, hey, you voted for XYZ and I voted for XYZ and I can't be your friend. Sometimes you leave your political card on the table and you just get to get in touch with people and who they are as a person. Yeah. So what were you the most excited or disappointed about with this last election? You want to be 100% honest? maybe <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's not um, like crazy honestly nothing yeah I'll, I'll tell you why and I'll, I'll speak on politics for a very brief moment I do business in Texas I'm a, a native Texan I love Texas and in that regard I want to make sure that Texas is a good state for my business socially I have a heart. I really care about my community. I'm very passionate about this. So my feelings span the gambit of the 
you know, of the, the political polls. parties. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I can't I, I can't be caught right in the middle. So there's some good things that happened yesterday. There's some bad things that happened yesterday. But I don't feel any different than I did yesterday. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I feel like I still have to go forward with doing the same thing. There are some Republicans that I was happy to see in office that I like their platforms. There were lots of Democrats that I like their platforms and I was happy to see in office. Um, and for me, it's finding those commonalities as well as the things that we agree on. I know where I'm at. You know what I mean? If I if I wanted to move to an extremely liberal state, I'd move to California. And, and there's some things that they do in California that I don't agree with. Oh, California, so I, my Texas. I, I stay myself right here in Texas. You know, I I care about a lot of personal topics to me as a father of two daughters and as a, you know, a card carrying concealed weapon carrier of, of Texas. I care about a lot of things in Texas, too. But I can't be put in one box to just care about one party. You know what I mean? I think for me. It's where do I find the intersections between everybody to make the most out of it? So I'm more like um, Mattress Mac. He said he's a capitalist social worker. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. And he really is, right? He clearly believes in capitalism. And with 75 capitalism. more million dollars. Okay, 75, come on, 75 million, million? 75 million dollars um, with 75 million dollars. But he does. I mean, he very much has very conservative views. That yeah. is not a secret. But also his give back to the community is tremendous. Um, and we'll leave it at that. Here's, <laughs> because here's the funny platform. part. <laughs> and here's the thing that I find the most interesting. And we were talking about this the other day. Mattress Mac is a conservative. He's way more dynamic than you putting him he, in a box. He is very dynamic. I mean, you also saw the memes of him cussing out uh And you also fans. saw him on the float with a uh a a dang uh what do you call those chains? Uh Cuban Link. Cuban Link. Yes. So he is very dynamic. He hip hop and old country. He's just he's just a special person. I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. I want to hug. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So Our son says that. he, cute. so anyway, I mean, I kind of feel the same way too, right? Like obviously I want our businesses to thrive and um, we are in a state that definitely supports capitalism. Um, but we also have a heart for the community and you'll see that in everything that we do yep. and the businesses that we have. And so, who says that we can't have both besides mass media, right? Like mass media tells us that we either have to be one way or the other, that we have to accept either, you know, this way or that way. And we don't have to. And I'm not going to go off the rails like Kanye West. Um, no, come on. Hashtag Kanye. We nowhere <laughs> I'm, close. Look, I'm not going to go off the rails like Kanye West, but I am going to say like I'm not following the status quo. And so when I woke up this morning because I did not see polls close and everything that I saw were very preliminary by the time I fell asleep. And I woke up this morning and people were truly dismayed by the outcome of, you know, the election. And I'm like, but y'all still got to wake up and make it happen, regardless of who's in office. And so that's what we're going to do. That's what we've always done. That's the philosophy that we have. And I know I would encourage all of you, if you're in business, you know, if you're in real estate, you're still going to have to wake up. You're still going to have to show up and show out regardless of who's in office. And so let's do that. Yep. No, I mean, and as we start to plan for 2023, 
and we look at our strategic plan and we reset our five year, reset our 10 year, we factor these things in, right? We're like, okay, here's the political climate for our business for the next three years, the next four years. And then how are we going to make sure our business is in alignment for success? And it's the same thing with our investments. It's the same thing looking at the economy. We're going to say, okay, here's the world and here's our goals. We need to make sure that we can achieve our goals despite the world or in spite of the world versus the world. Man, we can't we can't get to our goals because there's a whole lot of people um, that let the world dictate whether or not they're successful and success in the world have very little to do with each other because it's your job to navigate the world to get to your goals, not the other way around. Yeah. The world's not going to navigate you to your goals. Um, and when I look at the people that I study and I study history throughout time, um, I look at people who've done incredible things like Booker T. Washington um, and, you know, Thurgood Marshall and some of the people who were revolutionary for us as uh in ethnicity and an ethnic group, uh, especially as African-Americans and the climates were never in their favor. Yeah. I mean, never, not once. Like right. it wasn't even a situation where it was like, Oh yeah, you know, maybe the next four years, it'll be great. It's like, it's bad every single day, every day. And they still made it happen. Yeah. So for somebody to say, Hey, yeah, this regime change or whatever stopped me from making it happen. Well, here's this lineage that you have that shows you that it's possible. Yeah. You know, in the face of things much harder and much worse than we encounter on a day to day basis every day. So you ain't got no excuses and the world won't tell you how to do it. They'll tell you you can't do it. And it's your job to surround yourself by people who a are trying to do it. Can help you in your journey. You can help them in their journey and ultimately um, support you in that effort versus finding people who just tell you that you can't. Yeah. So, you know what I miss? What? I miss sharing this platform with other couples that are doing what we're doing. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to, you know, the coming years we sit down and plan what the rest looks like. I'm looking forward to the coming year and doing just that, sharing this platform with other people, because we're not the only people that are doing real estate and are married. Right. And we want to hear your stories because not everybody resonates with what we have going on. But I'm sure there's plenty of people out there whose story they do resonate with. And I think about uh, Jaquita and her husband. Yep. I think about the Winsies and their brokerage, like all of their stories were so dynamic um, and very much, very much different from what our experience is in this marriage and real estate journey. And so, again, I say if you are married and in real estate, we really would love to have you on our platform. You do not have to be local to Houston. Um, we can definitely do that digitally. And then also getting together with people who are doing what we're doing because we find that we have the best conversations with couples who have the same challenges that we do, but also sharing the same successes that we do too. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm looking forward to having more conversations with people that do this and also spending time with y'all too. You know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to you smashing that like button so and wet. hitting that notification <laughs> bell and following us on all the social media platforms, oh whether it be Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn uh, or YouTube. LinkedIn? So do we have a LinkedIn? We personally have a LinkedIn. Okay. 
If not, we can start one. But with that being said, I definitely share Naisha's uh, statement of looking forward to hearing your journeys more in 2023. And um, yeah, this has been the Marriage Real Estate Podcast. We out.